Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding liberal arts college. In this fifth edition of the 1853 podcast of the 2020-2021 school year, we'll chat with art professor Stacy Lotes. Stacy is the recipient of the prestigious Hatch Award for Excellence in Teaching for her outstanding work in the classroom and with students. And mark your calendar for October 2nd. That's when World College Radio Day will be celebrated around the globe. Chris Goble of the Communication Studies Department will join us to talk about Mama's big plans for that day on the college's student-run radio station, WPFS, Proud Fighting Scots Radio. Since 1995, Stacy Lotes has been a big part of the Monmouth College community. Her official role is art professor. But she's also served as an associate dean, faculty leader, advisor to college administrators, and perhaps most important of all, a mentor to hundreds of students. A native of nearby Galesburg, Stacy came to Monmouth by way of Carl Sandburg College, Eastern Illinois University, and Washington University in St. Louis. This fall, she will receive the Hatch Award for Excellence in Teaching, which she says is a very humbling professional honor. Oh, I'm still kind of uh, trying to wrap my head around that whole thing. Um, I can tell you that when that was announced at the faculty meeting, I was listening to the description or the letter that had been submitted, the, the recommendation. And at some point I realized that it was me. And I, I'm not exaggerating. I don't think that I have ever felt my heart beat as fast and hard as it was when I realized that the letter was about me. And I really, I was speechless. <laughs> and I met when, when I said that I was humbled um, by the nomination and then actually being chosen. Um, you know, even though I've been at Monmouth for 25 years and I, I taught even before I was at Monmouth, um, you know, I think that when you're invested in teaching, when you're invested in students, you don't ever think about um, people patting you on the back, um, that that's not what it's about, um, that it's about the students. And selfishly, it's also about me because I love it. Um, I love being around students. Stacy says her motivation and energy to teach college students comes from working with young people, but it also comes from the inside because of her life and educational experiences. It also comes from, I think, a part of me that as a college student, um, you know, I was the, the first generation, had to pay my own way through school, worked a lot to do it. Um, and I think that the, the energy and the kind of, when I realized how, what school made me feel like, what college made me feel like, how it empowered me, 
I knew that I wanted to kind of to help other students tap into that power. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, I didn't really think when I started college that I was going to be a teacher. <laughs> and I went because my art teacher said, well, you're going to college. And I said, but what will I do? And he said, you're going to make art. And I said, yeah, but then what will I do? And he said, you're going to make art. <laughs> and I said, oh. And he said, and then you'll, while you're there, you'll figure it out. And I think while I was a student, that's when it dawned on me that teaching um, could be something that I could pursue um, and that I would feel really good about. You're listening to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. We're chatting with Stacy Lotes. She's an art professor and this year's recipient of the Hatch Award for Excellence in Teaching. Helping students realize their big dreams is a big part of Stacy's focus as a professor, but so is helping students discover the powerful transformation that can occur because of a college education. I think, you know, whenever I can make a student have the aha moment or when I can make them laugh at themselves in the studio um, when they make really crazy mistakes. <laughs> um, and then when they, they can get themselves up and, and move forward, I think, you know, this is what college is really about. It's about growing up. Um, it's about finding a passion. And it's also about understanding that being in college is, is a privilege and that there's a power there that you can use however you want to use it. Um, you know, I tell students, if you finish school and you want to stock shelves at Menards in the middle of the night, then you, you'd be the best stalker that ever, you know, came across the floor at Menards. What, you know, you have a college education that no one can take away from you. You do what you want with it but always let it empower you. And, and what empowers you is different for every single person. Because Monmouth is a liberal arts college, Stacy doesn't spend most of her time working exclusively with art students, which of course is common at state megaversities with multiple colleges. Rather, she gets to help all students understand how art can affect, shape, and promote their careers and lives. Yeah, I think... That, that is sometimes the most rewarding um, because, yeah, I might have a classroom of 14 students in the sculpture studio and maybe four of them are art majors and the rest come from all over campus. Um, and the dynamic that happens is one of the greatest <laughs> things. Um, I, I currently, I'll tell a story about it. I have a, a, a current student who is a biochem major. And <clears throat> I'll be honest, he, he's, he's not overly talented, but he works so hard and he gets so much joy out of the projects that he makes, even when they're kind of duds, he gets so excited about them and he gets this genuine smile on his face and he has this genuine energy about him that he feels so good about what he has done. And that's what it's about. 
you know, he, he's, he's loving what he does. He's having a good time. He's enjoying himself. And he spreads that joy to the other students in the studio. And they all feed off of each other. And, you know, it's, it's really nice to see them. And I think that some of this has to do just kind of with the nature of a, of a sculpture studio is that it's not a solitary act. You don't make sculpture normally by yourself. I mean, you can, but our setting is that sometimes you don't work on your project for that day. You have to help somebody else because somebody else is building something where they need three other people to hold it in place while they weld it or they twine it together or whatever they're doing. Um, and I think the camaraderie that they build um, is, is a really special thing. And, and I have, you know, oftentimes students tell me at the end of the semester, they say, you know, I didn't even know all these people in this class. I didn't know any of these people because they're not in my major. And now I know all of them and I don't want to leave them. I had so much fun with them. And, you know, so they've, they've built a relationship, a working relationship with each other and they respect each other. And, um, you know, for me, I mean, like what greater joy is that than, than to work with this kind of diverse group of students and see them connect with one another. Um, and, and they tell stories, you know, as the semester goes on, the studio makes itself available for telling stories. There's no, some, there are a lot of days where there's not a lot of serious work going on, <laughs> but there is serious, um, I think, relationship building. There's serious um, interaction, um, kind of people skills um, that are going on. And I think that that's, I think that's really important. And Stacy says that in many ways, being a professor at Monmouth is not unlike working around a fountain of youth. I joke with my students that um, I never get old because they're always the same age. My students are always the same age, which means then that I'm always the same age. And so I think that's the selfish part. And I think also that I get to be a part of their energy. Um, so I get to be, you know, 18 to 22 years old forever um, with them. And that can be a time of struggle. Um, you know, it's, you're trying to figure out who you are. And I, I think that that never changes, even when you're older, like I am now, you still try to figure out who you are. Um, but I get to figure that out with a bunch of really exciting young people. Um, and I get to laugh about it with them. And I think, you know, those are the things that, that, you know, those are the things that I think about. I never would have thought that um, I might be chosen for, for the award, but I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful and humbled by it. That's Stacy Lotz. She's an art professor at Monmouth, and she's this year's recipient of the Hatch Award for Excellence in Teaching. To read more about Stacy, check out the outstanding profile about her written by my colleague Barry McNamara. You can find it in the News and Events section of the new and much improved Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu. This is the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. 
For more than 50 years, Monmouth College has had a student-run radio station of some kind. For almost a decade, student-run radio has taken the form of WPFS. WPFS emanates from the top of Wallace Hall, and it can be found at 105.9 on the FM dial or online at wpfsradio.caster.fm. This October 2nd, WPFS will join hundreds of other student-run college radio stations around the world to celebrate the 10th annual World College Radio Day. The day's theme this year is Global Solidarity Rocks. Twitter is a good place to learn more about the event, and so you can go to that at twitter.com slash college radio day. The advisor to WPFS is Chris Goebel of the Communications Studies Department. Chris says that World College Radio Day has grown both in size and stature during its first decade, and it's a great way to learn more about the unique role played by college radio stations. Um, College Radio Day um, started in uh, 2010, so this is the 10th anniversary and um, it's a day that tries to unite college radio stations, not just in the United States, but um, across the world, um, really in solidarity to uh, put a focus on what most college radio stations see as their uh, primary mission, and that's uh, the support of uh, music and programming that otherwise wouldn't be on commercial stations because they're not popular enough or not viable enough. So it's usually local, independent, unsigned uh, music and other types of programming that you just really only hear um, on college radio. Um, and it quickly grew into an international event in just a couple of years. And we've uh, participated in it um, since uh, the WPFS went on the air on. Uh, uh, low power FM. Um, pretty much every year we've done uh, some event uh, connected to. As Chris notes, the term college radio has a very specific yet also broad definition. And one thing that all college radio stations share in common is that they are student driven. Um, it's really a, a, a mix of a lot of different um, setups. Some um, actual radio stations, whether they're AM or FM stations that are owned and operated um, by mainly, uh, they're owned and operated by colleges, but students are the ones who are on the air doing most of the programming because there are some stations owned by colleges that um, are more affiliated with national public radio that tend to be more public radio stations. Um, but when we're talking about college radio, we're talking about uh, AM and FMs that are owned by college stations, but really become uh, owned by colleges, but really become like a lab or a place where students can come and work. Um, also, a good number of low power FMs like Mama Station that um, is also operated by a college, but is an, once again um, a student run um, station. And then also it, the stations that are uh, streaming or online. Um, and not broadcast, but they really have the same mission across where it's a one, um, a place where students can go and learn how to do radio um, and get a chance to be on the air, um, and two, a place where you can do programming that no one else does because it's just not financially viable for bigger stations, or at least that's what they say, it's not financially viable um, to run this kind of music or um, to run this kind of programming. 
um, that's not will get you the biggest audience, um, but will get you a variety of different people uh, listening. Chris says it requires a lot of effort, creativity, and dedication from students to keep WPFS on the air and on the internet. Each semester, um, there are students who, uh, well, each year, there are students who become student execs who are in charge. Um, we have a station manager and all those normal kind of positions. And then uh, most of the students who are on the air um, either take a workshop, uh, which is a course credit um, in communication studies, where they work a, a three-hour show on the air, uh, or students volunteer to do it as well, where they just want to come in and do a show. Um, and each student can design and choose whatever they might want to do for their show. Um, in our current situation as well, a number of students are doing podcasting, where they're creating their show at home. Um, and we have shows that range from, uh, we have one student who's doing a podcast, actually, who's doing it all on musicals. So she's picking a musical each week. Um, and playing music from it and talking about it uh, to students who pick different genres of music. Uh, we've had students who do total talk shows either on sports um, or on other subjects. Uh, we've had students, we had a student a number of years ago uh, now do a, an all bagpipe uh, show, which is pretty Monmouth appropriate as well. And then um, students who've done uh, shows in other languages, we had a student do part of her show all in Spanish. Um, so uh, one thing that uh, WPFS does um, is it allows students not only just to come in and get some uh, a chance to work in radio, but get a chance to really design their whole show and to try to figure out how they can create something that will be interesting to someone other than them. Um, it's one of the big things I always talk about to them. Yes, this may be something you're really interested in, but how do you take that and give it to someone else and understand that there's, you know, other people might want to listen how do you create something that other people would be interested in uh, as well? You're listening to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. And we're chatting with Chris Goebel of the Communication Studies Department. He's also the advisor to WPFS-FM, the college's radio station. World College Radio Day will be celebrated all over the planet on October 2. For more than half a century, Monmouth has had some kind of student-operated radio station. As Chris notes, it had very humble origins, and it has very much evolved with the times and the technology. Students across the board who decided they wanted to try um, to do a radio station, um, they cobbled together equipment. Um, I know there's a very infamous story that a number of alums like to tell about a uh, beer can antenna. They created a can, a, an antenna for the for the station with uh, basically stringing beer cans together, uh, which would work because at the time the beer cans were not aluminum; they were you know um, tin, and that would conduct um, the signal decently well. Um, but it started as basically um, a very small internal um, broadcast through this simple antenna, and then they went to um, what's called baseband broadcasting, where you basically are pushing it through the wires in the building just to campus. And then they gradually moved up to doing some on closed circuit television and then online and streaming. Um, when I got here um, in uh, 04, they were doing pretty much all streaming and some on the campus cable. Um, and then uh, we were able to get the low power FM, but radios had a long tradition here at Monmouth across campus. And when students come back uh, for different um, you know, alumni events, whether it's homecoming or other times, 
you know, those students are from majors all across the board um, who radio was the big thing um, that they did um, and really enjoyed being, you know, that voice on campus and having like a, a radio show. Um, and even though our students are a little different now, they don't think of it like radio. Um, I think um, if they can think of it like if podcasts help them um, or just think about getting a message out doing a show, um, because one of the funniest things that's happened in the last couple of years that shows how students think differently. I was talking with, um, you know, some of the students who were just starting in radio and I mentioned, you know, how you could also, you know, do podcasts. And one student was talking to me about podcasts. And he's like, oh, so this radio thing is just like podcasts. I'm like, no, wait a minute. No, podcasts are just like radio. Let's get, let's at least get the chronology here, right? The radio came first and podcasts are just like little mini radio shows you don't have to um, listen to on a radio. What's great about WPFS is that Chris says it's open to all students, regardless of their major, their interest, or their musical taste. Student um, across any major, we've even had a few uh, faculty, and I know in the past some staff have done um, some shows as well. Um, one of the things when we uh, got the low power FM and started to talk about it, um, I wanted uh, to make sure that the students understood that um, this is not a radio station for campus. This is the radio station that we operate for anybody and everybody, um, but it is not like a station just for students. So uh, anybody um, on campus, um, any student, any staff, anybody who wants to come and do a show can do a show. But um, I always wanted the students to remember this. You're not necessarily just doing a show for yourself or for your friends that um, the reality of the matter is that, you know, we have a good number of people in the community and a good number of people online um, who are alums and, you know, uh, parents and friends that could listen. Um, you know, you need to be thinking about all of them and what you could do that would be interesting um, to them. But yeah, I mean, I, I think the fact that it really can bring all of campus in um, and give voices to anybody on campus who would want to um, is a real strength both of our radio station and, you know, um, a good number of uh, college radio um, across the board um, that becomes an entity that really is about different voices on campus um, having that moment or being able to come and support, which uh, really does uh, connect back to what College Radio Day's uh, theme this year is, and it's Global Solidarity Rocks, and it's about this idea that all the stations, everybody is standing in solidarity with all these new artists and all these different uh, musicians and trying to give them platforms and give ideas platforms that they might not otherwise um, get um, through the commercial um, stations, uh, but they can get that um, here um, through a college radio station and through our college radio station where we're open to any ideas and any um, music and any kind of programming that someone can come up with and as long as it's okay by the fcc as far as um uh, being uh um uh you know not uh, offensive um or at least reasonably not offensive um it's uh it can go out and doesn't have to go through a lot of different levels of uh, gatekeepers as we would call them before it can get out the other end that's Chris Goble of the Communication Studies Department. He's the advisor to WPFS, Proud Fighting Scots Radio. 
It broadcasts from the top of Wallace Hall, and it can be heard at 105.9 on the FM dial or online at wpfsradio.caster.fm. WPFS will be among the hundreds of college radio stations who will celebrate World College Radio Day on October 2. And that's going to be a 30 for this fifth edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2020-2021 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer with the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day. Stay healthy.